kids, here we are again in a new month. Are you ready to learn about Japan? The eggs just landed in Tokyo. Let's see what's happening. When the eggs landed in Tokyo, Japan, and exited the plane, they noticed some commotion around the airport that resembled a celebration. Ah, the land of the rising sun. We timed it just right. Shelly addressed the group with her dazzling smile. What's going on, Shelly? asked Sigourney as she set down her suitcase. It's like a party around here. That's right, Sigourney. For the next few days, we are going to party. She wriggled down to the floor and up again, showing off her best dance move. The eggs laughed. Shelly continued, it's January 1st, so that means a new year. Oh, like our New Year's celebration, said Reggie. I get it. Except this year's New Year's celebration continues for three days, replied Shelly. We'll be doing a lot of fun activities with my friend Takumi and his grandfather. Look, here they come now. Shelly pointed to a young boy and his grandfather as they approached the group. She hugged them both. Takumi turned and addressed the group. Konnichiwa, he said politely. That is hello in Japanese. He and his grandfather bowed. My grandfather and I will be honored to have you at our home as our guests. We have much to show you. Kudasai, please, come with us. Before leaving, Shelly informed the group. In Japan, we bow to each other as a sign of respect. She returned the bow to Takumi and his grandfather, and the group did the same. Do I have to do that every time? Snickered Benedict. I'll get a backache. Shelly pulled Benedict aside and scolded him. Benedict, you must be respectful of the customs in other countries during our visits. Do you understand? She gave him a piercing stare. I'm sorry, said Benedict as he shuffled his foot back and forth. I'm just not used to all this travel. Everything is so new and different to me. I'll do better, Shelly, I promise. That's more like it, replied Shelly. Now let's catch up with the others. As Shelly and Benedict rejoined the group, Takumi was explaining that they would be taking the bullet train, Shinkansen, to his hometown of Kyoto. It was about a two-hour ride. Shinkansen goes very fast. You will like it, he said proudly. Everyone boarded the train in excitement. The bullet train pulled out of the station and began to pick up speed. I can see why they call this the bullet train, exclaimed Gregory. Wow, how fast are we going, Takumi? We will get to a speed of around 100 miles per hour, he replied. Is that faster than an airplane, inquired Meg. Takumi chuckled. No, an airplane is much faster. But sit back and enjoy the ride. We'll be in my city soon. The train arrived in Kyoto a couple of hours later. Takumi and his grandfather escorted the group to their home. Welcome to our home. I will show you around, but first, please remove your shoes and I will give you a pair of guest slippers. Shelly added, In Japan, we remove our shoes whenever we enter someone's home. It is a sign of respect, like bowing. The group began to remove their shoes, but a grumble could be heard from Benedict under his breath. First I have to bow, then I have to take off my shoes. I have a hole in my sock. This is embarrassing. He thought no one heard, but Shelly sure did and pulled him aside. Benedict, I will call your father right now and have you put on the next plane home if you keep this up, she scolded. He nervously apologized. Shelly, I didn't mean it, really. I promise I will do better. 
Shelly glared at him and handed him a pair of slippers. Takumi spoke up. Oji-san, let's start the celebration. He looked at the eggs and explained, Oji-san means grandfather. Come everyone, we have prepared some mochi, which are sticky rice cakes, along with other delicious food. Takumi brought everyone into a large, beautiful room with a long wooden table. Please sit on one of the cushions, he said as he motioned them with his hand. Takumi handed each guest a warm, moist towel to wipe their hands before eating. He also gave them a quick lesson on using chopsticks. Put one chopstick at the bottom of your thumb, hold your bottom two fingers together, and let the chopstick rest there. Take the next chopstick and hold it like a pencil, and make sure you can move it up and down toward the first chopstick. This is the only chopstick that moves. The first one stays still. Everyone practiced for a few minutes and finally got the hang of it. After the meal, Oji-san stood up and announced, in about one hour, we will go see magnificent fireworks in honor of Shogatsu, or New Year's Day. I love fireworks, exclaimed Sigourney. Me too, Gregory and Reggie replied in agreement. And tomorrow we will go kite flying. We do this every Shogatsu. It is so much fun, added Takumi. Benedict was the first one up the next day. He was excited about the kite flying. Reggie, get up! He shouted as he shook Reggie's bed. Gregory, you too! He also shook Gregory's bed. They both rubbed their eyes as they sat up. What is it, Benedict? We're going kite flying, let's go! Benedict ran out of the bedroom and went to wake the others. After breakfast, Takumi and Oji-san led the walk to a large open field where many children were flying kites of every shape and design. Oji-san gathered the eggs together. I have a kite for each of you. It is my gift. He handed each one of them a beautiful kite, and their parents helped them to get started. Look, Sigourney, mine has streamers hanging from it, said Meg. It's beautiful, replied Sigourney. Coach Flo tried to show Benedict the proper way to fly a kite, but Benedict interrupted her. I know, I know, Coach Flo, I've got this. He kicked off his shoes and began to run with the kite. Coach Flo yelled after him, Benedict! Your shoes, what are you doing? And your kite string is too long. Benedict ignored Coach Flo and kept running faster and faster as his kite flew high up in the sky. Shelly and Miss Poach walked over to Coach Flo. What's Benedict up to, asked Shelly. I don't know, replied Coach. He kicked off his shoes and ran with his kite. Coach Flo's voice dropped off as she hesitated. Wait a minute, look at him now. What in the world is he doing? Miss Poach, Shelly, and Coach Flo watched with confusion as Benedict ran barefoot with his kite, but stopped to bow at every child he saw. He ran, he stopped, he bowed. He ran, he stopped, he bowed. He ran, he stopped, he bowed. This went on for 10 minutes. I think I know what he's doing, concluded Shelly. I had to correct him for his inappropriate comments about his bowing and taking his shoes off, and he told me he would do better. I guess this is his idea of doing better. I'll handle this. Just as Shelly ran over to Benedict, his foot got tangled in the long kite string and he fell forward onto the ground. The eggs ran over to him. Benedict, are you okay? What happened? asked Meg. I'm okay, replied Benedict as he got up from the ground. Shelly approached the eggs. Benedict, I need to talk to you. Do you mind telling me what you were doing out there? Shelly, I was trying to do better for you. I removed my shoes and bowed to everyone, but it didn't seem to work out. 
and my kite string is too long and I got tangled up in it. I should have listened to you. His eyes began to fill with tears. Benedict, customs and rituals are to be used during certain times and places. You must learn to use them correctly, okay? Just try to listen better and you will be fine. You need to apologize to Oji-san. Shelly walked with him over to Takumi's grandfather. Oji-san, I am sorry for my behavior. I thought I was doing the right thing, but I wasn't. This happens to me a lot. I will try to listen better. Benedict hung his head. Oji-san smiled at Benedict and said, I was wondering what you were doing out there. Do not worry, young one. An old Japanese proverb says, Fall seven times, stand up eight. You will learn, Benedict-san. In time you will learn. Oji-san gave Benedict a loving tap on the back. As the group began to walk home, Gregory noticed someone was missing. Where's Coach Flo? he asked. Just then they saw Coach Flo running toward them. She stopped and caught her breath. Good news! She puffed as she bent over and put her hands on her knees. I was talking to a young man at the kite park. He's a baseball coach, and he told me that the Japanese baseball season will begin in a few months. I told him that I also coach baseball, and he invited us to play a practice game with his team next week at the indoor dome. What do you think? Coach Flo opened her eyes as wide as they could go and stared at the eggs. Yes, that sounds awesome! The eggs jumped up and down in excitement. May I be on your team, asked Takumi. I play baseball too. Of course, Takumi, replied Coach Flo. This will be great fun. All this excitement has made me hungry, said Oji-san. Let's get some ramen at the corner restaurant on the next block. What's ramen, asked Sigourney. Takumi replied, ramen is a noodle dish. It is served in a broth and you can get it with meat or fish too. And the best part is we can slurp our noodles. It is considered polite and shows we are enjoying the meal. Benedict chuckled. Slurp? You mean we can slurp? Wow, I like this custom a lot. I can't wait. The group slurped up their delicious ramen as they enjoyed lunch and then headed back to Takumi's home. The following mornings were filled with lessons taught by Miss Poach. In the afternoon, Takumi and Oji-san educated the eggs on various Japanese customs. One special afternoon, they were treated to a Japanese tea ceremony. They were served green tea and a delicious small meal. It was a very proper ceremony filled with politeness and respect. The rest of the week flew by and the day for the practice baseball game with the Japanese team quickly arrived. Coach Flo brought the eggs to the indoor dome. The Japanese coach was already there, practicing with his team. Well, coach, said Coach Flo as she sized up the other team, your team looks great. We haven't had much practice since our last season, but we'll try to help you out with some competition. After all, we did come in first place last year, Coach Flo beamed with pride. Very good, coach, replied the Japanese coach. You will give us a good game. Let's begin. Our guests will be at bat first. The Japanese coach bowed to Coach Flo and she returned the bow. Batter up, shouted Coach Flo. Sigourney was up first. She got a hit and ran to first base. Reggie was up next and then he struck out. The game continued. For the next few hours, the game was filled with hits, runs and outs and a lot of amazing plays. But in the end, the Japanese team ended up winning by three runs. 
great game, shouted Coach Flo as she ran over to congratulate the Japanese coach. Thank you, said the Japanese coach as he bowed to Coach Flo. You gave us a good game. This helped us greatly to prepare for our season. Both teams bowed to each other and shook hands. The Eggs were happy to help the Japanese team with their conditioning. This was really cool, said Benedict as they headed back to Takumi's home. We live so far away from this team, but we have so much in common with them. Takumi smiled at him. Benedict, I think you are learning what my grandfather said you would learn. Coach Flo turned and smiled at them both. The month was ending and it was time for the return ride on the bullet train to the Tokyo airport. As the eggs arrived, Takumi and Oji-san walked with them to the gate. We have been honored to have you as our guests for this time, said Oji-san as he and Takumi bowed to the group. They all bowed in return. Takumi, may we write to you, asked Sigourney. Yes, I would be grateful, he replied, and I will write to all of you. Reggie remembered, don't forget, we have to send Peggy a postcard. I have one for her of the beautiful Shigatsu celebration. She will love it, said Meg. She filled out the postcard and handed it to Takumi. He promised to mail it the next day. Takumi, one last thing, said Benedict. He pointed to a majestic mountain in the distance. Is that Mount Fuji? Yes, it is. It is 3,776 meters high. Very high to climb, replied Takumi. Benedict stared at the mountain. I know it's too high for me to climb, but I think it's beautiful. The group said their final goodbyes. Sayonara, goodbye. Takumi and Oji-san waved enthusiastically. The group headed for the airport gate and boarded the plane. Once seated and buckled in, Miss Poach gave them their envelope. One, two, three, go! This time, Benedict tore open his envelope first. India? You mean like Indians live there? Like bows and arrows and teepees and stuff? Oh, Benedict, warmly smiled Miss Poach. Not at all, not at all. You have much to learn about India, but you will. Oh my gosh, the eggs had such an amazing time in Japan. And Benedict is learning too, isn't he? Oji-san was so happy when he found things in common with the Japanese baseball team. That was a great connection he made. Hey, here are a few more things you can do to learn about Japan. What's the meaning of the custom of removing your shoes in a Japanese home? How did it get started? Look it up. Practice eating your next meal with chopsticks. It's tough at first, but you'll get the hang of it. And on the next windy day, fly a kite. Even better, build your own. Design it as a one-of-a-kind and let it fly free in the sky. Look up how baseball got started in Japan. And what does it have in common with U.S. baseball? Just once, slurp your soup and compliment the chef. Just this once. Or lastly, plan your own tea ceremony. You can use plain water or real tea if you like it. Make little tea cookies to go along with your afternoon fun. Don't forget to take off your shoes. I hope you enjoyed Japan. Next month we'll explore India. Can't wait. Thanks for listening and thanks for being a good egg.